Welcome in another edition of Burnout Bets, BurnoutSports.com. I'm Tony. That's Mike. A happy race week for the 106th running of the Indianapolis 500. Mike, I know you're just as excited as I am, and we are ready to break down some of these bets. A lot are fun. There's matchups, there's group bettings, there's Honda versus Chevy, there's over under different numbers. Uh, Mike, let's start with this because there's so many different books, whether it's legalized here in the United States or some offshore books. But how important is it? I know you've talked about this before, but especially for this race, you mentioned the Super Bowl of betting for the Indianapolis 500 and the IndyCar series. How important to shop around and look at some of these different books and their odds on different drivers? Yeah, uh, you said it, man. Uh, again, thanks for having me. I'm super excited. This is the Super Bowl of IndyCar betting. Uh, I'm like a kid in the candy store. It's like Christmas week, Christmas day for me. Uh, we have odds out a week before the race. Not like I'm not scrambling on Sunday to tweet a betting card out two hours before the race, or we're not yeah. scrambling to do these <laughs> videos, uh, waiting to get lines. Like, are there lines? Are there lines? No, we have numbers. We have props. We have group betting. It's this is. This is uh, this is this is so much fun. This is what I, I love doing. I love racing and watching the races. But like you know, doing the gambling stuff on the side, sports betting is just a ton of fun. It adds a little extra element to the race. So yeah, like you mentioned, anybody who hasn't listened to us already, uh, we we always preach. I always preach: shop around, shop around for lines. You know, see what books are available to you. Uh, especially you know, if you're if you're just getting into this, or you want to log on to one of these these uh sports books you know you got your DraftKings, your bar stools your bet rivers uh offshore your bovadas your my bookies you have points bet as the nbc uh app. you have caesars in the in in uh at ims uh a lot of these places offer uh promos like crazy promos you know that you can get and you can really get a lot of free money from them so take advantage of that uh but make sure you shop around look for the best lines uh you know it, it if you have the ability to do that uh, you have multiple books that you can go to, you know, check it out. There are big discrepancies. I've been keeping an eye on it. I tried to tweet it out, um, but you can get, you know, some different, some, some major discrepancies in some of these odds. And obviously, uh, you know, if you're going to pick a winner uh, and you're going to hit that winner, it's, it's nice to put a little bit of extra cash in your pocket. Uh, to make sure you got that best line. Yeah. I know Caesars has a new, mostly it's new user deals where you put a certain amount in they'll match you or whatever no caesars has some if you need a couple other ones or um you don't have it so you can dm myself on twitter at tony the indy or dm mike at indy underscore bet and we can help you get some of those uh better bonuses for new users as well all right so we have DraftKings pulled up right here and we'll bounce back and forth throughout a couple different books uh they are offering winner top three and top five finishes here um, Palo and Dixon minus 140 each to finish inside of the top five. Um, let's start with this. You know, Mike, we've talked about this. It's 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 almost Mario Andretti syndrome when it comes to Scott Dixon, and usually I fade the pole sitter. You and I are in agreement here that we are going to avoid putting most of our money or, or a little bit. I mean, maybe a top three or top five or a matchup. Uh, but I'm avoiding picking Scott Dixon to win this race on Sunday. Yeah, when it comes to betting, uh, and uh, it's all about value, and uh, a lot of you know, if you're a professional gambler, which which I'm not, but uh, I do do a lot of this, uh, you bet numbers. You know, not a big thing in football is you bet numbers, not teams. Uh, and this is the same kind of concept uh, in IndyCar. Like uh, I can't bet those. 
you know, Dixon, because he got the pole, because he's been fast, because of his pedigree, his championships, you know, a uh, 500 mile race. Uh, it just draws that number all the way down. Top five minus 140. You know, uh, you know, I'm looking to get plus money on a top five bet. Um, and it just pulls all his results, that all his numbers down just to spots where, you know, I want to I have a certain bankroll in mind, a certain betting card I'm going to formulate. We'll talk about that as, as we talk here as the show goes on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to, uh, be fading Dixon and I'm going to hold my breath, um, that, uh, you know, that he doesn't bite me. Yeah. And some of these odds, I mean, you know, when we talked about this on the show last month, when these odds first came out and then we saw more and more books posting Indianapolis 500 odds, like I'm sitting pretty nicely on a pillow 18 to one. I think I have a Pagano at 28 to one. I've got an Ed Carpenter at 35 to one. Um, but let's talk about Renus VK and Pato Award. The third and fourth favorites to win this race. Um, you can get plus money on, or even money on award and plus 130 on a top five finish. These are guys I think that are going to be there at the end of the day. Where are you leaning when it comes to award and Renus VK on Sunday? So award and VK are both going to make my betting card to win. Um, uh, VK and award, award got a little bit better number at uh, I think it was 11 as well, matching the VK VK 11 to one number. Uh, both those guys will be on my betting card. Uh, we'll talk about correlating your betting card with some of my other prop bets later. Uh, but those are two guys uh, that I have placed bets on uh, and I do like uh, to win the race. So uh, VK man, that guy he's been a rocket ship. Uh, some, some top practice times, both in race trim and qualifying uh, award, uh, you know, pretty good history here. He's been kind of savvy on the ovals. He's learned to save the tires a little bit. Uh, so I like both of those guys. Let's scroll down a little bit here. Um, some of the guys that are 12 to one on down new garden, McLaughlin Sato. I think Marcus Erickson is captain consistent. And I think at plus two twenty for a top five finish is certainly something that I, I would consider betting on. Um, probably, you know, put a, put a couple dollars on that. I really like the consistency of Marcus Erickson. Um, I think a $10 bet on Sato to win 180 is fun because you know that that guy can get to the end. You know, he's going to be exciting. He's going to go for it at Carpenter up to an 18 to one, Tony Kanan 20 to one. He's got a pretty good starting position, starting six. It's two spots higher than what he started in last year's Indianapolis 500. Um, some of these guys, Mike, who do you like? Who do you fade here uh, to win? Yeah, so can't bet on everybody, right? Um, so as I get down the board a little bit further, uh, usually, you know, what I'm looking to do here is this is what I'll start splitting my bet. So let's say I have $20 is my bet, and I want to put 20 bucks on Sato to win. Um, I'll probably put 10 of it on the 18 to 1. Um, usually we only get top threes. So I put the other 10 on that five to one to make a top three. Maybe in this case, I might even just do five bucks on the 18 to one and then go, uh, you know, 15 or 10 and, and five on the top three, top five. Uh, that way, you know, when he comes in second through fifth, I'm not, uh, I'm not a loser on that bet. I, I do get to recoup some of that profit. Uh, but for me, this whole middle ground is pretty much dead. Uh, after if I made, I made the decision to go with VK and award. Uh, I probably will not have any to win bets on New Gardner uh, all the way down through till we get to Rosenquist. Rosenquist is somebody that's also going to be on my card. Again, I'll be splitting that bet kind of in that top five, top three, and a little bit on the to win bet. Um, so Rosenquist is a guy 
Um, I, like you, uh, we talked about the Pagano. Uh, we'll get down to him a little bit. I have that in my pocket as well. Uh, I also have a J.R. Hildebrand 200 to 1. That's more of a, a charity bet I do every year. If he ever wins, we'll put all, we'll put all that money towards charity. And uh, I've had some fun on Twitter with Hildebrand about that. So I'll, I'll definitely, J.R., I'll be rooting for him um, as well. JR's that guy that, that you know, I don't know if he'll win in an A.J. Foyt car, but he'll be that guy that at the end of the day you're going, man, we haven't heard from him. And then all of a sudden he finishes seventh or eighth. So maybe a top five bet on Hildebrand would pay off nicely. Uh, New Garden still, still a fade for me. Um, you know, he really got lucky. He should be starting a little bit further back than what he is, but the rain came out as he went to make his attempt. So um, I like Erickson right there for a top three at five to one. Uh, Ed Carpenter, top five at uh, plus 220 is also something I like as well. Now, if we can scroll down here and see what we can get on a guy like Simon Pagano or Elio Castro Neves. Now, Elio, as we know, had a terrible qualifying effort. Pagano is kind of starting midfield. Uh, but you can get Pagano 25 to 1 uh, to win the race there. Um, Graham is a 30 to 1. I didn't see. Uh, yeah, there's Elio at 28 to 1. So, um, you know, Pagano is a guy who ran a great race last year uh, at three to one. I'm willing to to put ten dollars on him to finish in the top five. Yeah, you know, this is where, like I said, I'd be looking at these top fives. You know, three to one's great value for a top five for some of these guys. You know, we've already said we like Pagano. He's come through the field before. Uh, you can make a case. Rossi, Graham, Daly, you guys talked about on the IndyCar show. Uh, you know, maybe Graham and Rossi and Daly all moving up through the field pretty quick and. Those guys have history of leading leading laps here and doing well. Uh, so I could get behind, you know, some top five. Uh, and there are even some sports books that have some top tens out there. As you get down further on this board, you can get them at two to one. Uh, you know, for, for some of these drivers that are starting in the mid to back of the pack. But, uh, yeah, that group in there, you know, like I said, I, I wouldn't target the win bets. You know, if you like one of them, look, hey, I, I had the, my second biggest IndyCar win ever last year on Helio at 40 to one. Uh, so it's not like it can't be done. Um, we'll get to some props later. You know, I like the guys at the top and there, there's reasons behind that and research behind that, but yeah, you know, focus on the top fives down here. Do you have a driver you like? This is something you can throw a couple bucks on. Have a little fun cheering it in. Let's move on over if we can real quick here on the burnout bet show, burnoutsports.com previewing the 106th Indianapolis 500. If we can pull up a bar stool here and kind of see what they have, they have some different props as far as, you know, Indian manufacturer uh, back in the, as you see, Honda there at minus 182. Uh, number of drivers that finish on the lead lap. Some of these are just fun to sprinkle a few dollars on. Let's run right down here. Uh, minus 182 for a Honda engine isn't something that I'm willing to pay. Uh, I know a Honda won last year, a Honda won in 2020, uh, but that's a lot, I think. Um, when there are some pretty decent Chevys in the field as well. Um, number of drivers that finish on the lead lap. I'll go under on that one. Um, I, I think that you it's right in that range. I think you'll go probably 14, 15, or 16. I think we'll see a little bit more attrition than what we have in years past. The number of drivers to lead a lap over under 12 and a half. I'll, I'll go under on that one as well. Mike, you can go ahead and run down uh, those fun prop bets as well. Yeah, so this is this is like uh, this is goes back to that Christmas Day comment. Like we don't get these a lot for the race. We do usually get the Honda versus Chevy bet uh, out there, um, but we don't normally get these grid position bets or these lead lap bets. This is strictly Indy 500. So 
So I will be diving into these markets uh, and playing around with this just just because it's it's just a ton of fun. Um, the Honda versus Chevy, yeah, that's gone too far. So if you you could have gotten that if you would jumped on that quick, I saw Honda at just a, almost it was almost split even money, like it was minus one ten, uh, minus one eighty two is just. Yeah, too much, too much variance there. Uh, just too much, too high of a number for me. Again, that goes back to betting the number and not the team kind of deal. Uh, I'm gonna go the other way on you. Uh, this might be we might we might have a little wager here. Uh, number of drivers to finish in the lead lap. So you know, over 17 and a half is a is a decent favorite there for a reason. Uh, last year was 22. Uh, I believe I hit this bet last year as well. Uh, I hit this bet last year, the year before. Uh, I think they set it at 18. I think it came in at 19 or 20 drivers in the lead lap. Uh, I know last year it was 22. So, uh, yeah, I'll pay that juice. Uh, I think, you know, these drivers uh, are pretty uh, pretty conservative. I think you look down the board, there's a lot of drivers that should be able to keep those cars in the lead lap. I don't think anybody's running away with this thing. So I'll take the over there. Um, number of drivers lead a lap. Yeah, I'm probably with you on that. Uh, I believe you said the under. I think that's where I'd lie as well uh, for that one. All right, grid position of race winner uh, is another one on here. Car number of race winner, car number um, of race winner is on there twice. Uh, first time winner in Indianapolis 500 is a good one as well. If we could click that, the first time winner of Indianapolis 500, uh, that's a pretty fun bet, right? Because you've got all these young guns that are ready to seemingly come in and take over IndyCar. And we saw the shootout last year between Elio Castro Neves and Alex Pillow late in that race. Um, and we thought maybe we see a first-time winner in Pelot, and then on lap 198, Elio uh, obviously takes the lead. That would be a good prop bet too, Mike, that I think maybe next year, all I got to do is call us. We'll help them out. <laughs> what lap does does the lead, does the winner take the lead for the final time? Like maybe you do it lap 189 and a half, maybe lap 192 and a half. Like, it's basically, will we see, you know, a last – lap pass or a pass with two laps to go i think that's something that uh maybe that'll be our little friendly wager that we do is 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 when when does the leader take the lead for the final time on what lap um if we want to go to the group betting here too i know that's something mike you, you you've been paying attention to um over the course of the last couple of days group a you've got award you've got new garden erickson and renus vk this is a tough one, but these are all three of these three of the four guys here are inside of that top twelve qualifying position. Joseph Newgarden on the outside looking in, VK on the front row, Erickson on the second row, Award on the third row, and the Newgarden on the fourth row starting on Sunday. Uh, who you got here? I have a nice little lean on either VK or Erickson. All right, so I'll give you a little. Uh betting strategy that I like on these group bets that uh, you can get the best of both worlds uh, and lock in a little profit. So what I like to do in these group bets, uh, I do this in golf. Uh, they do these same kind of similar similar group bettings uh, with players. Uh, I like to pick two. So you're going to get plus money. Um, yep. You know, the goal is basically I'll pick two of the four. You know, let's just, for example, you can throw 10, uh, 20, 10 bucks on each on VK and Erickson. Uh, and pretty much, you know, you have a 50-50 shot of one of those two coming in uh, to beat Award and Newgardner on that list. Uh, and obviously, depending on the numbers you have with each group, um, you're obviously going to reduce your profit a little bit when just going for one of the four. Uh, but at a plus money for both, you will lock in a little bit of profit if, uh, you know, if, if one of your two guys hits. So I'm with you, VK and Erickson would be my choice on this one. 
you know, I do like award, obviously, like we talked about earlier. So this is probably one I'd stay away from. There's one, uh, I believe the next one down is one that I actually do like. So, um, you know, you can, you can probably put me, I would take Sato and power out of this. I know her has been fast. He's the car that they're, they're talking about that he can slice through, uh, through the field, but her on ovals hasn't been spectacular. Uh, Jimmy, you know, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fighting, uh, the hype here. Uh, I'm not sure what to make of Jimmy. I was surprised, uh, that he did so well in qualifying. He's had such good practice times. I've heard and read everything that you guys put out on, on burnout sports. Uh, as far as, you know, he's got more, more 500 mile experience. I think anybody in the field, uh, yeah. everybody in the field combined. So that one does scare me a little bit, probably nothing big there, um, uh, with that one, but. Uh, what about you? Anything on Group C or D there? Uh, group B, I would I would take Sato and 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 probably just fade the other three. Group C is very interesting. I mean, as long as Ed Carpenter's crew can keep him um, up where he needs to be throughout the day, uh, I mean, I know Ed can get it done over 500 miles. He can bring the car home clean. Um, I think he's got three out of the last four years. He's had top six finishes in the 500, if not mistaken. Um, I, again, McLaughlin, I just don't think will be there. Rosenquist, I just don't think will be there. Kanan could be, um, but he faded last year. He really wasn't a factor at all. So give me Ed here in group C, uh, group D is very interesting. Um, as we scroll down and take a look at, because, you know, you, you, you've got different drivers. And I think if, if we can click down on that group D so we can see. No, the. Group D is not. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry. Down. So it's not a click down. I'm sorry. Group D, like I said, you got guys that could be there and you got guys that haven't proved that they could be there. So, um, like hold there on. is no group D. So yeah, no I mean, look, D. so. Yeah. There just is no group D on yeah. there. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. I saw a group D earlier. It might have been earlier. All right, Mike, go ahead and continue. Um, well, hey, can we go back? You ready, Jared? Yeah. So I wanted to go back real quick. Uh, so, Tony, back to the race props. Um, yeah. Before we before we move on from some of those from uh, some of those props, um, if you go down, my favorite bet, uh, one of my favorite bets that I make every single year is uh, grid position. Uh, last year, uh, most of the books offered eight and a half. Uh, it took under there. This year, you're looking at, uh, they offer several different options. There is uh, nine and a half. Um, so one of my favorite bets to do is take the under on that. Uh, so the grid position of the winner under nine and a half. Uh, if you look at the guys that's going to get me, uh, I talked about correlating your betting card. You know, I want the bets that I make in the props to match the bets uh, that I'm making for to win into top five. So you know, when I hit it and I get it right, uh, I want to win lots of money and not just, you know, chop myself uh, on my betting card. So uh, this is one of my favorite bets, grid position uh, to win. Um, I bet under nine and a half. That's pretty much the line that's out there globally. Uh, I did see some sports books that actually had uh, under five and a half at plus odds. Uh, so I decided to split my bet 80-20. I put 80% of the unit that I was going to place uh, on that bet. I put it on a uh, grid position winner under nine and a half starting spot. And I put the other 20% on under five and a half, uh, thinking that, you know, one, two, three, four, five 
uh, of the, the starters there. That gets me, let me just, uh, that gets me Dixon, Pillow, VK, Carpenter, and Erickson in that plus money vet. And then obviously it adds in Canon, Award, Bosenquist. So all the guys that are on my betting card and, and even Groshen gets in there uh, for the under nine and a half starting spot. Uh, also the car number of the race winner. I thought that was interesting this year, given the numbers that we're seeing uh, at the mm. top of the list. Um, I went ahead. I did make uh, a bet, a small bet. Now I might make a, a bigger bet on this one, but it was a car number under 10 and a half. Um, so that got me uh, Polo, Dixon, Erickson, Kanan, Award, uh, Rosenquist, Grosjean, uh, or not, excuse me, not Grosjean, Rosenquist. So it, it, the only guy that scares me the most out of that is Carpenter and VK are obviously over uh, card number of 10 and a half. Um, but considering the value I got, uh, the guys who I think are going to be contenders in this race, it matches up with my grid position bet that I think it's going to, the winner is going to come from somewhere in the top nine of the grid, top three rows. Um, so I went with under, uh, 10 and a half for the car number of the winner. I thought that was a fun prop, uh, to cheer on as well. So the only one that I worry about there is VK and Carpenter burning me there. Um, uh, there was one last fun one I thought to talk about. Uh, odd or even on the uh, car number. You got any thoughts on odd or even number for the winner? I think for me, you would have to go even. Uh, that gives you New Garden with number two. It gives you Erickson with eight, Polo, Will Power. Uh, you can go on down the line. Maybe a couple other guys like Connor Daly, if if that interested you. Simon Pagino is an even number. Uh, so, yeah, I would probably have to lean a little bit on that even side. All right. I think we found our bet. Uh, we'll, we'll throw uh, about 10 bucks. Give me odd. I'll take the Dixon VK Carpenter Canon Award Rosenquist side of that. And then I'm sure there's yeah. some other odd numbers down there, but those are the ones I care about. Sound good? Yeah, that, that works for me. I mean, it'll be really interesting to see. I, I think Polo is my favorite to win right now followed by Renus. Uh, I do have a really good feeling that Marcus Erickson's going to be right there. And er if, if Erickson can, can be clean, I know every, that's what you say about everybody, if he can be clean, but we saw him crash early on back in 2020 during the pandemic. Uh, but I think Erickson's a guy that he just, and I know he's never won an oval and, and that does scare me a little bit, but I just think at the end of the day, we're going to be talking about Marcus Erickson in the fight late in this race. So, um, those are some fun bets that we've ran through here on the Burnout Bet Show. And again, as Mike mentioned, make sure you're shopping around. Make sure you're taking a look at what you have in certain books. You know, and and, and Mike, really, if if you haven't signed up for some of these, it's worth it to put twenty bucks in a few different ones and maybe collect some of that bonus money and then use that towards uh, the Indy Five Hundred. If this is what you're looking to bet, um, again, here's some top threes as well that we talked about. Erickson's going to get a little money. From me on that, uh, Scott Dixon again, another complete fade for me. Uh, a guy that I want to go back to, Mike, that you've mentioned a few times that was there. Uh, if if fans were looking to place some money on Pato Award, what would be your suggestion on or Award? I mean, obviously to win, but but this is also a guy that we know and has done it before can be in the top five or the top three. Yeah, so. Awards right in that line. It kind of depends on what your overall uh, betting card is. If if you're, you know, obviously you, you decide what your budget is, decides how much you're going to bet. 
Um, you know, he's a guy where I probably split a little bit of my bet. Like you just said, uh, you know, if I had, uh, 10 bucks to spend or 10 bucks allocated just towards him out of like maybe the 50 I was going to spend on the race or, you know, who, depending on, you know, what your budget is. Um, you know, I think the top five is a little light at plus 100. Like I said, he's one of the guys at the top of the board. It's interesting that he's the third, uh, third highest favorite on the board. I mean, the books that tells you something a little bit. Uh, from the books here that they're a little bit afraid of him. So I'd probably split the bet 50-50, top three uh, and winner. And then I'd also maybe look to attack him in matchups. Again, you want to correlate your bets. Yeah. So like you don't want to go betting Paddle Award to have top three finish and to win and then go bet against him uh, in a matchup, um, you know, against Newgarden or something or somebody that's not on your card. Uh, you know, it's not going to you, you'll win the match, you know, if something happens, you don't win the, the one bet, you know, New Garner might win the matchup bet, but then you lose, you just lost, you broke even maybe on the rest, so, or lost. So you have to be careful about that, kind of plan, be mindful of your betting card, especially when you have all these uh, props and kind of fun, all these different bets at your at your disposal, a lot more things to kind of dive in. Uh, the the one advantage we have as bettors uh, if you, is we don't have to bet everything. The sports books have to put out lines on everything. They have to take all the money on whatever we decide to bet, but we don't have to bet them all. So, you know, I'll end up picking, you know, one to three, sometimes more for the 500 matchups. Uh, and then usually have, you know, I'll probably be the lightest on the win bets uh, to win. Uh, yeah. I'll focus on those props, maybe some of that group uh, betting and, and really probably more of my money uh, will be attached to top threes, top fives. Um, and, you know, that's how you can build a bankroll, in my opinion. So it all depends on what your goals are, how much money you are. You know, that responsibly, all that good stuff, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, what you're willing to have some fun with. All right, let's run to these head-to-heads. We've got the ones up from DraftKings Sportsbook right here. So, Mike, we'll just run through them here. You tell me which way you're leaning or if it's a total fade for you, I will do the same. So the first one on top of the board here is Alexander Rossi at minus 120 over Graham Rahal at minus 110. Two guys that are starting in, I believe, the same row. Two Honda Power drivers that know how to get to the front here. Um, I'm still not going to believe that the bad luck for either of these guys is going to go away. So I think this one's a fade for me. Yeah, cosine on the fade there. I mean, maybe if I saw one of them at plus money, um, if the line shifted, I would just take whoever had the plus money. I think it's a coin flip. Um, the grid positions don't matter as much on ovals. We talked about that. They matter big time in betting when it comes to our road and street courses. Um, but in 500 miles on an oval, uh, you know, you really don't care as much as far as the gap in the grids. These guys are next to each other. You know, they're kind of, they're veterans. I guess you got to call them veterans, right? These guys have been around for a while. Fade, unless you saw plus money, then I'd maybe grab one. All right, next we've got Renus VK and Pato Award. To Chevy Power Drivers, award the favorite over VK, minus 125, VK at minus 105. I'm going to go Renus here at minus 105. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, this is one, you know, like I said, back to correlating the betting card. Um, I'm betting both of these guys, so I probably wouldn't touch the matchup of the two of them against each other uh, just because I don't want to chop my own pot. Um, but uh, if you made me, if I was looking at it, minus 105, uh, VK is the sh- stronger feel for me. I'd go VK. Heading on down, Scott McLaughlin versus Ed Carpenter. Uh, for me, Ed Carpenter at minus 120, absolutely. McLaughlin starts way back in the pack. It's going to be hard for him to maneuver the traffic 
to get up towards the front. Uh, Pinsky really, again, for a second year in a row, hasn't impressed me. Um, I know it's not, you know, closer. I, you know, I wish it was a 110, 110 or a 105, but Ed Carpenter minus 120 here starting fourth. You're already going to be up, I believe, 20 positions when the green flag flies. I think you got to roll, roll with Ed Carpenter on this one. Yeah, McLaughlin starting 26th, Ed starting 4th, 22 spots. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I agree. McLaughlin, you know, not the oval specialist. Carpenter, Wiley veteran. Carpenter, you just got to worry about bad luck. Uh, I've bet this guy a million times on ovals. He's one of my favorites. So I don't think I've ever cashed any of those bets. But uh, this one is on my short list uh, to make the betting card. Uh, I've got my eye on it. Um, so, yeah, I don't think minus 120 is terrible. I think that's a proper installment of a favorite. And uh, give me Ed. Next one, we got Takuma Sato at minus 125 versus Tony Kanan at minus 105. Another fade for me here. I would like to see Sato um, get up there and, and battle it out. His pit crew really is what worries me probably the most. It just always seems like when something goes wrong on pit road, it's involving Dale Coyne racing for whatever reason that that is. So that scares me. And Kanan just was not around at all yesterday, last year. So if these guys finish 14th and 15th, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so this is a fade for me here between Sato and Kanan, two former winners. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Too too many question marks, too many. Like Sato, the guy, I feel like he either wins the race or he puts it in the wall. It's like one or the other uh, or does something stupid on pit row. So, yeah, fade on this one. I don't know what to make of Tony like. Um, you know, I come in, usually come in looking to bet veterans, but I think I'm, I'm, I've kind of shifted that mindset this year. I think, uh, that was my mindset last year. I did really well with Pagano and, and, uh, Castro Neves. Uh, but, uh, I think this go around, I think it's going to be the battle of the young guns up top. So this one is a pass for me. Battle of teammates from Meyer Shank racing the defending champion, Elio Castro Neves at minus 110 and Simon Pagano at minus 120. Uh, Simon Pagano had probably the best race overall last year, um, obviously with Team Penske at the time. I like Simon Pagano in this one at minus 120. Elio starting way back in the field, I think, from the 27th spot. Simon didn't have the greatest of qualifying efforts either. Uh, he's mid-pack. But I like Pagano here because, again, you're getting 10-plus spots from the go. Yeah, this one's interesting. This is one that's on my short list to keep an eye on as well. Uh, I'm kind of surprised given uh, the name value that we're not uh, that we're not getting a flip flop in the favorites here. I think as you get closer to race day on Sunday, I think the public or people who are just uh, jumping into DraftKings uh, to bet the 500, uh, you're going to see a lot of Elio money uh, come in and you might even see that flip flop. And I might be able to jump in on Sunday late uh, and grab Pagano. We've both been high on Pagano for about two, three months, however long we've been doing this. He's one of our first bets we made in the future market. Um, so yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you on that one. This is one that I would watch because I just have a feeling it's gonna, it would flip. I think people see Castro Nevers' name, four-time winner, won it last year. Um, this is one where you kind of can wait and maybe get a better number. A random head-to-head -head coming up next between Jack Harvey, who starts in the back row, and Kyle Kirkwood. Kirkwood, the favorite here at minus 125. I don't mind Harvey here. I don't know if Kirkwood has the car underneath him, as we've talked about, to match his talent to get up towards the front. 
And it just seems like what we learned in Texas was he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Maybe tried something a little bit too early on. So I don't mind sprinkling a bit here on Jack Harvey, who I think can control a race car. I'm not saying he's going to have a great finish. Uh, but at the end of the day, I could see Harvey 20th and Kirkwood 27th. Yeah, I didn't know what to make of this one. Uh, this one was one that, you know, I, I have a the Harvey's a guy that I like to bet pre-qualifying in road and street courses. So, like, there's a little bit of a bias sweet spot there for me with him. Kirkwood's a rookie. Always want to, you know, you want to fade those guys. But he's been impressive. Uh, Eileen Harvey as well. Um, we'll see what if this one uh, decides to throw this one out there too. Uh, Roman Grosjean at even money uh, against Felix Rosenquist. Both had pretty solid qualifying efforts. Um, man, Grosjean has just kind of been all over the place. He's been on the verge of wrecking about five times. Felix qualifies well, like he has all year, but then fades. Uh, this is a fade for me. I'm not willing to pay the, the minus 130 for Felix. And Grosjean, I'm just not sure if he finishes the race. So this is a stay away play for me. Yeah, I'll pass on this one too. Uh, I know you're down on Felix. I'm a little higher on him uh, than you are, uh, I think, based on uh, the conversations we've had. So I'm not, Felix is not a fade for me. Obviously, I have a, a win bet on him um, in the 20s. So, uh, but this matchup, you know, it, it'd be Felix or, or nothing for me. Yeah. All right, moving on, Dom. Joseph Newgarden at minus 130 and Colton Herta at plus money. Uh, you know, Colton's going to have to pick off some some guys, and I think that he will early. Newgarden, again, I keep saying this, not to rip the guy, he's an incredible talent. He just hasn't proved to me that he can win the Indianapolis 500. Uh, but again, Colton hasn't been the best. He started up front last year and, and, and faded late. So this is a stay away from me, as for, for me at least. So... Uh, yeah, I, I lean Herta on this one, um, based on what we've talked about earlier. Uh, so question for you, New Gardner, best best driver not to win the 500 currently. See, so take that, take that, take that mantle for you. That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got two championships. He's won on a, multiple different ovals. He's been great. So I think current driver, uh, based on track record and and the experience yes i i would i would put that in there um but if it fade for me then we go here mike i mean check this out you've got one two teammates scott dixon minus 20 alex Pillow 110 i don't mind alex Pillow here if i'm gonna fade scott dixon and say that i think Pillow's one of the 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 short list to win it i gotta go Pillow in minus 110 yeah, so this is where, like, if uh, I wanted to hedge a little bit on some of the Dixon fade, I may use this matchup to do that. Uh, doubtful uh, that I'll do that. Just, like we said earlier, give me a full fade on Dixon. I have, you know, we talked about shopping around. I've seen this exact matchup at some other sports books, and Pillow is plus money. Uh, that makes me feel a little better about clicking the button on Pillow or Dixon, uh, where you can get them at, I think it was plus 130 I saw. Uh, so this is one, again, kind of watch, wait and see what happens, see what the line does. Maybe it's one that's closer to uh, an 11 or 10 a.m. bet on Sunday pre-race, depending on where those numbers are. Look, I, I would suggest, and I don't know if hammer is the right term, um, at Carpenter over Scott McLaughlin, and then even though you're paying minus 130 here, 
um, your kid's tuition, your mortgage, your rent, your wife's wedding ring, whatever you would like on this next prop bet of Marcus Erickson minus 130 to finish higher than Jimmy Johnson. I think this is as close to a lock as we're going to get, which means I'll probably be wrong. Um, but Erickson at minus 130, I know you're paying a little bit there, but man, I think Erickson's a top five finisher in this race, and I'm not sure Jimmy Johnson can even finish. Oh, man. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you get some nasty uh, DMs after uh, Erickson gets caught up in something that's not even his fault. And uh, and Jimmy yeah. just like slowly, slowly wheels it around to a uh, top 25 finish and, uh, and a nice little, you know, bunch of Carvana ads that we get to watch. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Like uh, Jimmy, like I said, I'm I'm cautiously like dipping my toes into some of this jimmy johnson hype i just don't think he's just going to be super careful uh i don't think he's doing anything to win this race erickson we think is a contender so yeah if i, I see jimmy johnson um matchups i saw one against that like jumped out the page of me power versus johnson like power's going out there to win power's won the race he's going out there to win the race um you know i i think that uh I honestly think that Jimmy's just, you know, not, I don't think that's his mindset. I think it's just kind of stay out of trouble, complete the whole 500 miles, and that's a win for him. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be looking to fade, Jimmy. I think his odds are way too low in a lot of the markets. The 106th running of the Indianapolis 500 comes up on Sunday. We've got you covered here on Burnout Sports, burnoutsports.com, Burnout Bets. Uh, Mike's card will be updated throughout the weekend. I'll give you a few more plays as well. Mike, if you want to recap some of your favorite plays for the weekend, please do. Uh, and don't forget to follow us uh, at Indy underscore bet, at Burnout Bets, at Tony D. Indy. We'll keep you updated as, you know, things could change. Friday, we might see somebody go out and practice and look incredible. It could be a Joseph Newgarden, maybe a Colton Herta, and that changes the way uh, that we look at it. But uh, as of right now, Mike, go ahead and uh, give a quick recap of your card for the race coming up on Sunday. Yeah, so uh, like we talked about, just to kind of recap, you know, uh, you want to make sure your betting card correlates. Hopefully you guys picked up some tips and tricks we gave you along the way for for uh, betting on IndyCar here. Uh, currently my card to win, uh, right now I'm sitting uh, with a VK ticket, an award ticket, um, a Rosenquist ticket, and a Palo ticket. Um, those are my winner bets right now. We have Pagano bets that we made in the future. Uh, and I obviously have my Hilda JR bet from a long time ago. That's just a small bet. It's for fun. Uh, I've yet to decide on the top threes and the top fives. I'm going to mix and match some of those. It'll be with those drivers that I just mentioned, Award VK, uh, Rosenquist, Pillow probably. Um, in terms of matchups, uh, still still looking at some of the matchups, the Power over Johnson matchup, uh, the Carpenter matchup we talked about, uh, the props. The props are what I definitely have already placed wagers on the props uh, under nine and a half. Uh, starting spot on the grid for the winner. Uh, so that means the winner is going to come uh, be between the first nine starting spots or the first three rows, however you want to say it. I also split that bet up with under five and a half starting grid spot, uh, which was plus money. So just sprinkle 20% of uh, the unit on that as well. Uh, I do think the uh, car number is going to be under 10 and a half. Uh, I placed the bet on that as a prop uh, as well. And uh and like I talked about, like uh, Tony and I have, we're going to have our friendly little uh, wager. I went with odd for the uh, 
for the uh, car number that is going to be the winner. So that's what I got so far. Uh, keep an eye. Follow me on Twitter as I see stuff, as I bet stuff. Uh, I'll try to post one big card as well um, when we get closer, and uh, it'll all be out on Twitter for you. All right, yep. Don't forget to follow us, like, subscribe. Send us your picks as well on Twitter. We would love to see what you're betting on or where your leans are, whether it's a win, a top five bet, or a you know some kind of prop bet, something that you like that's fun. Uh, I know everybody gets there and will cut the newspaper up and pull out of a hat, but uh, if there's any other bets that you've placed, please let us know. Enjoy the Indianapolis 500. Be sure to check in on Twitter throughout the weekend. We will have you covered. Burnout Sports at Burnout Bets at Indy underscore bet and at Tony D. Indy. I'm done saying the word at. Thanks so much for listening here to the Burnout Bet Show, burnoutsports.com.